Thank you for listening to the release day binge of Interactive Fiction. There are, surprise, actually five episodes right now, not four, so if you want to help us write an interactive fiction story, be sure to listen to episode five. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps boost our profile and get us seen by new people. Finally, you can join our Discord using the invite link in our show notes. Thank you for being here. It's been a struggle and a lot of work trying to get this made over the last year, and we really appreciate you being here. Enjoy the show. Congratulations, you have just won a million dollars. You must spend it all in exactly one month. If you do, you will receive five million dollars more. What are you going to do with all that money? Will you spend it on the world's biggest party? Start by ordering enough pepperoni pizza for 30,000 people? Like Pizza Jesus? You want to buy a fancy sports car? (laughs) This one has a top speed of 230 miles per hour. Why are those strange purple preachers following you? That one is the odd one out, I'd say. Yeah. day he got in an office i was mm-hmm. driving when the, the inauguration day yeah uh i drove to work and i looked on top of a of a cedar tree and there's an eagle sitting on top of it wow i was like that's symbolic <laughs> right yeah pretty much that's a sign of like patriotic change right there an eagle's just like staring at you like what's up hi i'm endangered Hi. <laughs> is that what he said to you? Yeah. I'm endangered. Please donate to Wildlife Fund. This tree is way too small. Please donate to the Sierra Club. <laughs> Have you seen any field mice? <laughs> I am rather hungry. Is the, is the, is the eagle Mitch Hedberg? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the other trees are too brittle. I don't have a girlfriend, but I do have a bird who would be angry at me if I said that. Yeah. <laughs> My nest is really high and I'm kind of tired. Can you give me a lift? It's <laughs> probably a worm joke in there somewhere. Early bird gets the worm, but I say. What about it. the what about the late bird who's drunk and high on quaaludes? <laughs> I say, fuck it, I'll get it the night before. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone, broadcasting live from a cracking time where half of your socks go. This is interactive fiction. I'm your page master, and God, it feels good to say that again, Alan Jenkins, and I am joined here by Kyle McCluskey. Good, glad, good to be here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper needs new shorts. Uh, I'm doing a different movie. Okay. I, I, I'm, just, I'm not yes-anding you. What do you, you mean being page master? I'm no-anding you. About, what do you mean being page master again? 
what do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> it just feels good to say that phrase. I know, right? Uh, that I've never oh, said right. in my life. Because you used to say it all the time when you were watching the page master. You used to pretend you were the page master. I used to pretend that I was the page master. Um, no, no. I, I like to call myself the page master from my dark and secret past. Oh, okay. Uh, that is uh, locked away via um, court order. So can you learn about that? Like, if you go into, like, all of the interactive fiction lore? If you go into the interactive fiction lore, you'll find... That doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the beautiful uh, deep lore of interactive fiction. So we're broadcasting here from uh, the end of time. End of this fireplace. Are we going to call it the end of time in or the end of time? I like the end of time. So I Yeah, me too. Con- yeah. Con- hyphen D. I-N-N. Apo- oh, wait, wait, wait. I-N-N. I-N-N. Comma to the top, D. Comma to the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. The end of time. You've yeah. been in. <laughs> that's what you should say to anybody else that gets stuck in here. I'm oh, sorry. You got to end. You should say shut the Oh, you got end. They're like, what? What? Uh, no, you got end. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. You, you are in the end Look of time. Look above the door. It says end of time. Look, See? it's a visual word joke in an audio podcast. Yes. Everybody gets it. Yeah. You doofus. Um, thank you guys for joining us here at the yeah. end of time. Speaking of, it's wonderful to have you. It is. The end of time is a magical place where many paths and errands meet. Yep. A void in time where we can access other worlds through a magical fireplace that presents us with interactive fiction, stories of choice and consequence. Yes. And fantastical adventure and dark depths of despair. And, and lots death. of money. And apparently lots of money, because yes. today we're reading uh, Instant Millionaire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, how have you been, man? How have things been since you uh, came to my inn? Well, uh, things are going pretty good. Mm-hmm. I got a promotion at work. Um, kids growing up is healthy and happy. His daycare is still closed, thanks to... Uh, thanks you know, to the, the Rona. The Rona. So how are you? How I'm you doing been? pretty good. Um, I've just been in this endless void yeah. uh, for a while, and um, you know, by endless void I mean quarantine. I've been quarantined. I mean, to, to really, this endless void. There could be worse places to be quarantined. Um, it's not bad in here. Oh, honestly, no, it's great. You have to worry uh, about neighbors. No, you know? no neighbors. You don't have to worry Very about quiet. Junk mail. I do get a lot of junk mail still really? from the Republican Party. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a dude in our area. Speak, speaking uh, speaking of, of, yes, in the void. There's a neighbor in our void area. You mean we have neighbors in our void area? Well, technically. Oh. It's not really a neighbor. He's more of somebody in our void district. Is this an apparition? See, the voids are all, it's, it's like you're instanced, right? Oh, okay. We're instanced right now, and I still get mail okay. through, my, through my clan mailbox right. and through, so what happens, <laughs> through the regular mailbox. What happens if we wipe? Do we respawn outside? Um, we respawn back in here if oh, we okay. wipe. Yes. So I do get still get mail, and, and I, I, I get this. Um, Believe me, I wipe during. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad. Yeah. Um, America thanks you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I do still get mail. Okay. I got this wonderful letter from a guy during the campaign, uh, during the uh, Trump administration campaign that, right. you, that you told me all about. Because I've been in a dark void for yeah. since 2017. Yeah, it was a fun conversation. Um, yeah, it was really it, it, it was a lot. It was a really long conversation. Yeah, Kyle sat and recounted every happening 
since 2017 yeah, to my me mouth in, in is detail. Dry. Let me tell yes. you, it's, we were. I think it's it's been some amount of time. We can't tell because you know yeah. no time. But it's yeah, you know, we're in a void. Yeah. So anyway, I got this mail from this guy campaigning in the area, and <clears throat> he's this dude who's like very conservative, very running on like family values, and by family values he means uh thinking that trans and gay people don't have rights um and shooting black people uh so that's that's it that's oh. his platform so he has this amazing oh, yeah, yeah. disgusting mustache on his face he looks like a redditor came to life and started sending out campaign messages to people and asking for donations that was a pointless story the oh. point i just wanted to tell you about a dude been, I just want to tell you about the mustache I mean, guy. That, I mean, I unloaded a lot on you. And it His logo been. was a mustache, Kyle. Yeah. It has this name I above it. I think I've seen Have that you seen those letters? Around. Yeah. It's hilarious. I don't think he won. No, I don't think he won. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know. It would make sense for him to campaign out here because gerrymandering says this is a red state. Yes, yes. this uh, and this is a red void, yeah. unfortunately. Red void. Yes, we're very red. We're a blue dot in a large red void, but it's actually a dark black void. Yeah, it's very dark black, really. If you combine the two, it's purple. That's true. Yeah. It's just a purple void. Purple void. It's great. Technically, it's ultraviolet. We yeah. just can't, We just can't see the light coming off of it. And every time we go outside to play basketball, we're getting baked. Yeah. And so I like, don't mean smoking a... Tan, a bro. So you just, does that mean you still get a tan? I don't mean smoking a jazz cigarette. Oh, do you get a tan? No. Yeah. I'm white. I get sunburns. Oh. So you get cooked. When I go outside and the sun's out... It looks like somebody lit the beacons of Gondor in the distance. You can see me from seven miles away. If I go out in too bright a sun, somebody seven miles away thinks that there's a war happening. <laughs> I literally can't go outdoors. Well, well, that's a good thing you're stuck in the void, eh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I shine brightly in the darkness. Okay. Um, so what do you say we throw a log on the fire and get this baby started? Sounds like a plan. Let's open the portal, baby. All right, uh... Okay, so which log do we want to use? Which log? Yeah, there's a lot of logs over there. Oh, oh, well, um, but, since nobody can see them, that one. Okay, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that's a cool one. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the coolest log. It's, it's got a lot of knots on it. It's very yeah. knotty. Yes, it has, uh, it has writing on it. It says, oh, yeah. don't burn me. Oh, yeah, that's the one we definitely should burn. Yeah, definitely got to burn it. There's also that, that label on the mattress also said, don't rip me off. Yes. <laughs> what, what? I mean, what happens? <laughs> I mean, it's worse that could happen. Oh. Never mind. Yeah, you, you're here now. Well, I mean, do you think if we throw that one on, we'll get teleported to a different void? <laughs> I mean. Screw it. We're already hit next Technically, week. we're going to become instant millionaires, at least for 91 pages. Yeah, I'm, I'm game. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. All right. Do you feel lucky today? Bunk. If you do. Bunk. If you do, turn the page and enter the lottery. Wow. This book is just encouraging kids. Just If you do, ask your parents to take you to the gas station and buy you the scratchers. <laughs> uh, if you win the grand prize, you have one month to spend a million dollars or give it all away. It's like Brewster's Millions, but there's purple two-headed aliens on the cover. Speaking of, let's just take a look at the cover of this book. Uh, can you just describe it for our audience? Uh, well, some I guess this guy took his million dollars. Uh, yep. 
and he went to Area 51, and it's like, I'm going to go party with a bunch of alien hookers and uh, an elephant. There's, there's, that's, there's balloons. So, like, the, the purple alien dudes, you know, they don't look they don't look like they're out to get him. They're like, all right, money. We can, we're gonna, this guy wants to party. We like to party. You got a Lambo? There's a, that's, that's, yeah. It's a they're little, trying to imitate a Lambo, right? Fancy sports car, you know this the the, the aliens right. This guy's the in crowd right now. This is like the weirdest depiction of like a like what a kid would think they would spend their money on. Cause it's like, it's not like toys. It, there's a car in there. That's the, where it stops making sense because it's just like cars, balloons. Is this guy elephant? Is this guy a kid though? I mean, I think it's a child. Maybe he's a big fan of Ongbok. So no, the protector. <laughs> the, the that's possible. He must he must love the protector. Um, so this is Instant Millionaire. Uh, this is one uh, from the Twist Plot series. It's number 14, and it's by, you guessed it, Jovial Bob Stein, R.L. himself. He, R.L. The King of Screams. R.L., R.L., R.L. Reader beware. This isn't a Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think this was made before he started the Goosebumps series, because I think... If I'm not mistaken, uh, R.L. Stein had a career with uh, Scholastic and all uh, publishing other stuff before. If you listen to the show Goosebuds, they they talk a little bit about the like he did like bathroom readers and stuff. Um, and this is one of the things he made I think before Goosebumps because this was uh, 1984, right? By Robert Stein. So that's kind of fun. Uh, okay, if you win the grand prize, you have to one month. You have one month to spend it all or give it all away. If you can't get rid of the million dollars in one month, you must give the unspent money back and you'll lose out on an even bigger fortune. Think it will be easy to get rid of a million dollars? Think it will be fun? Three question marks. Oh. <laughs> Probably not, I guess. Seems but like you're kind of mean about the it. The consequences don't seem that bad. A million dollars back if we were back in 1984, maybe. Yes. Because in this day and age, really it wouldn't last very With long. inflation, you know. Yeah, you could be like, well... Minimum I, wage is now up to $15, and we know the a, corporations can't handle that. they got to pass it on to the customer. I, could, I, I, I put a down payment on a house. How else is, how <laughs> like else is Jeff Bezos going to get another diamond-studded swimming pool? That's right. That's from a Weird Al song. I stole that. Um, okay, so think it'll be easy to get rid of the million dollars. Think it'll be fun. Think again. I'm put that part in. It will all depend on the choices you make. Oh. By the following, by following the directions at the bottom of each page, I can probably skip this part. If you make the right choices, you might end up with a fortune in cash. If you make the wrong choices, you may have to beg your parents for a million dollar advance on your allowance. Like a small loan. And no matter what happens, remember, at the end of this, you'll still be the poor kid with a 91-page book about a million dollars. It's true. Nothing will fundamentally change. At the end, you're like, yes, I got the <laughs> money, and, uh, and you're out of it, and you're like, oh. It's like winning a million dollars on the video game of Wheel of Fortune. Right. There's no point to it. You get the car. This is, you don't get to use the car. Get to see Vanna White's snarky expressions as you lose. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that's too bad. Are you ready to enter the instant millionaire lottery? Who knows? You might be the grand prize winner and find yourself with a million dollars in cash. 
That plus the money you make from babysitting should put you in pretty good shape, don't you think? Fuck you, Bob. Pick a number, any one of these four, 7, 13, 25, or 50. One of these numbers will win you the grand prize and set you off on a book full of adventures. Which number do you choose? So basically, the book is saying, the title is Instant Millionaire. The premise is that you get a million dollars. You don't start with But your numbers. first choice is pick a random number and see if you can read the rest of the fucking book. Well, I mean... <laughs> At least it's not like the Give Yourself Goosebumps books, because those like don't have choices for pages and yeah. pages. So it's fine. Okay, so what's the numbers? Number 7, turn to page 10. Number 13, turn to page 75. Number 25, turn to page 26. Number 15, turn to page 30. Dyslexia? Good fucking luck. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with lucky number 13. Give me uh, lucky number 13, Lucky number Bob. 13. Give me 13, Bob. We're going to page 75. There's obviously, like, different outcomes. Oh, congratulations. Number 13 is a lucky number for you. You are the grand prize winner. You are the instant millionaire. In a few moments, you will be handed $1 million in cash, but hold on. Don't rush out to start buying your weight in candy bars and comic books. There are some special rules to the instant millionaire lottery. Special rules that you'd better learn. We are indeed <laughs> children, I guess, if we're buying comic books and candy bars. Is that what's implying? Yeah, I think so. And also, are they taking taxes out now, or is that the end of the year? That's a good question. So is it like only um, like eight hundred thousand after taxes? I'm gonna go like ahead and say that that's how they get you. That's the real twist. Yeah, you spend a million dollars and they give you five million dollars, but you have to pay taxes on that million dollars and the five million dollars. So in the end, the government wins. Ha ha! You lose. <laughs> Next episode, we'll be talking about putting your W two in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry guys. Is that a W two? It is tax season. It is back in the real world. Yeah. Oh, still? Yeah. I don't pay taxes here. Yeah, it's got to be nice, because, uh, yeah. Man, it would be if this were real. Um, okay, turn to page six for your special instructions. Okay. A strangely dressed little man knocks at your front door. He's wearing a long black frock coat and a black derby hat. Hmm. I thought it was Danny DeVito for some reason. Yeah? I don't know why. Oh, that's a good point. Maybe it could be Danny DeVito. Hmm. Why don't we... Why don't All right, we... he's going to be Danny DeVito. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking Danny DeVito, but for some reason... Oh, no. He's got a British accent. Oh. Okay. He's British Danny DeVito. He's got a British accent. How would you... Like, uh... Danny DeVita. De <laughs> Danny DeVita. DeVita. I don't know how to do it. He's just gonna be... He's just gonna be Danny DeVito. He's just gonna be Danny DeVito. Okay. With a British accent. Here, here, here we go. Sir he's, he's carrying an <laughs> ebony walking stick in one hand oh. and a long, narrow box in the other. Narrow. Everybody likes a long, narrow dick, you right? You can't fit a million dollars on a narrow box. That's true. How narrow is this? I'm pleased to make your acquaintance, he says in a clipped British accent. <laughs> I represent the mysterious millionaire Otto Quincy Vandermint III. All right. Otto Quincy Vandermint III, you ask? Well, we think that's his name, the little man says. We're not sure, really. His name might be Bob Johnson. His handwriting is very hard to decipher. Okay. <laughs> um, you I? usher him into the living room and he offer him a seat. No thank you, he says. I never sit. It's bad for the circulation. This is bad Danny DeVito impression. It's also, this is a very pretentious Danny DeVito too. I'm sorry, I don't sit down. 
I'm sorry, that's not Ikea. I can't sit I got down two, I got it. two legs. I can't sit anywhere because I got hemorrhoids. I'm short enough that I got two legs with no joints. I got no knees. It's I'm, just one leg. It's a femur bone. I can't sit down. I'm like Cotton Hill. I can't bend my knees. I got bad diabetes and gout. I just killed 50 men. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to. I just wanted to admit it's, that to you. It's a Cotton Hill reference. I don't know what Cotton Hill is. King, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. See, I've only seen a little bit of that. Ooh, ooh. Sam has just started. Bobby. Sam, my wife, has just started making me watch this. I bet you miss her in yeah. the real world. Uh, yeah, I totally miss her because we got married in 2018 while I was in the void. Yeah, it was really. It was an. I was there. It was a good ceremony. Uh, it's I was been, wondering why you weren't there, like in person. It's a long distance as well as. Um, Long time relationship. I know. No kidding, eh? Yeah. It's about time. Okay. He puts down his walking stick and holds up the long, narrow box. Mr. Vandermint or Mr. Johnson, whichever it is, has informed me that you are the grand prize winner in an instant millionaire lottery, which he sponsors. I don't know the name of my boss, but I know all this. He has asked me to give you the box containing $1 million in cash. Gulp is all you manage to say. What? I'll pass that along to Mr. Vanderman, the little man says. Before I hand you over the money pass to you, what along? I have a document here that you must read. Okay. You knew there had to be a catch to this, didn't you? Turn to page seven. That's the next one. What is he taking back to Mr. Vanderbilt slash Johnson? Uh, I the don't know. Gulp? Is he know. taking the gulp back? Oh yeah, he's gonna like he's gonna relay our gulp. Oh sir, he gulped when I gave it to him. I was like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he gulp at my box? I can't stand it. Maybe uh, a swallow or perhaps a, 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 a scoff. But I will a, not take a gulp. Perhaps a polite cough. Maybe a small chortle. <laughs> but not a gulp. I want him assassinated immediately. And then you just die. And then you give him some pudding pops. <laughs> wow. This is changing very quickly. Okay. Um, That's my life. The little man hands you a sheet of paper and starts oh. watching you <laughs> as you read the typewritten one message. He likes to watch. Dear Instant Millionaire. I forget he's there because he's so short. Uh, I guess I'll do this in the voice of Mr. Vandermint. Okay. <clears throat> this is going to be in the voice of... Uh, Man, I can't do another impression every single time I do this. Dear Instant Millionaire, I am handing over to you as grand prize, winner of the sum of $1 million. You must abide by the following rules. One, you have one month to spend the money. Two, you must spend it yourself. No one else can help you. If you manage to spend the million dollars within one month, you shall receive $5 million more. You may do whatever you please with the $5 million. See if I care. Four, I skipped three because I read it already. You cannot gamble with the money or use it in any illegal manner because you are a child. Damn. Five, you can give the money away, but not to anyone you know. If you cannot spend or give away the million dollars in one month, you must return all unspent money to me, and you must forfeit the additional five million. (gasps) You struggle to read the signature at the bottom of the page, but you can't make it out. Will you agree to these rules? The little man asks. Go to page eight. You do. Oh. You bet, you cry, sounding more excited than you'd expected. You reach out to shake hands. I'm sorry. I never shake hands. 
This is actually just uh, Howie Mandel. Guy from Bobby. Yeah, Howie Mandel. You knew exactly the reference yeah. I was going for. He just does a little knuckle. Um, here, take this box, please. It's quite heavy. He hands you the box containing a million dollars. Thank you, you cry. You place the box on the coffee so, table. What if I get robbed? Does that count as giving it away to someone I don't know? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Honestly, though, you could just find any charity. Donate to your local women's shelter. Was it that easy back in 1986? Four? Five? Whatever year? Yeah. Was it? Okay. Charity? Giving money to charity? No, I didn't even... Finding a charity and giving them money? If you're a kid, you have to ride a bike somewhere. I mean, where are you going to ride a bike? With a million dollars. That's true. Maybe you could get a ride from your mom. We could pay her a couple hundred thousand dollars to give you a ride. You can't give the money to anybody you know. Maybe it's 1984, right? What if you, you give it? Oh, I got it. You give okay. it to your mom's business and right. you launder the money to her. Oh, very good, very good. Put, put it through a shell corporation, <laughs> and then take the money. She runs a laundromat. Have it turned all in the quarters. Put it all in the machines for about a month, and then boom. There you go. Million that million dollars. Million dollars. Um, okay, so let's see That's here. A lot of quarters. He hands you the box containing a million dollars. Thank you. You cry. You place the box on the coffee table. The man picks up his walking stick. I'll show myself out, he says. He turns around and walks into the coat closet. Begins masturbating furiously. That sounds about right. Maybe I'd better show you out, you say, leading him towards the front door. Enjoy your prize, he says, walking quickly down the street. And don't spit it all in one place. And remember, don't talk to any unicorns. He's like clearly going crazy. (laughs) He like tries to walk in your closet and he's walking off. And he's like, Guatemala. (laughs) Ponies for president. Puerto Rico doesn't deserve to be a state. Bye. (laughs) It's just like saying awful things. (laughs) Oh, he's just a racist old man. Oh, okay. It's it's okay. It's endearing. He's old. But just against Puerto Rico, weirdly. The annexation of Puerto Rico. He's like, I'm against the annex. I'm actually, an- I am anti, <laughs> I am anti-imperialist, and I don't appreciate your, <laughs> your aspersions. It's a little giant's reference. The annexation of Puerto Rico. Remember that movie? No, I haven't seen Little Giants in a long time. Well, that's one of their plays. I think maybe I've only seen the. Is that the one where? No, that's Big Green. I'm thinking about the one where that redheaded kid who's in every 90s movie is the fat redheaded kid is like getting a ball in his nuts and he's like flying back towards a, a soccer goal. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, remember yeah. That? I remember that. I can yeah. picture it. It was a good time. Yeah, but Little Giants is the one with the girl that comes in and I'm like, oh, the girl can't play football. And then, yeah. And then she does play football. And she plays football in the right. It's the same plot as Mighty Ducks. Yeah, but with every children's, girl football. Every children's movie in the 90s that was a sports movie was either a rehash of Mighty Ducks or a rehash of that other sports movie that I can't remember right now. Air Bud. No, maybe. Well, the animal-based ones, obviously, are yeah, all based on Air Yeah, there's so many Air Buds. He does so much that. Air Bud, Golden Receiver. Aren't they into, like, now, like Santa puppies or something like that? Uh, maybe. It's like the same... That'd be, that'd be a, uh, I don't know. It's very we'll strange. An, we'll, do an, we'll do an episode. We'll do an episode on, on the Air Bud franchise. A deep dive on the yeah. Air Bud franchise. Yes. Anyway, you close the door and carry the box into your room. If only Uncle Clyde were home, you tell yourself. I've just got to tell someone about this. You open the box. The money is in $1,000 bills. You close the box and hide it in the back of your sock drawer. 
That's, right, that's an automatic response. That's a big sock drawer. What man. else is in the sock drawer? I mean, you put all million dollars in there? Well, in thousand dollar bills, though. That's still a lot of thousand dollar bills. Is it? Yeah. How many thousands are in a gigawatt? How many thousands are in a... Yeah. Um, in a there's a hundred and a hundred thousand. Right. So there, there used to be like ten stacks, I guess. Ten that stacks? Would, yeah, ten, ten stacks yeah. of a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's not So a hundred... A hundred thousand dollar bills stacked on top of each other? You decide to run over and see your friend Andy. You've got to tell him about your lottery prize. You lock the front door carefully behind you. You turn the corner and begin to walk down Andy's street. Wait a minute. The man back there. Is he following you? Turn to page 37. Wow, we don't get to like make a lot of choices other than like a random number. It's okay. My, my book's just as bad. 37. Yes. A man is walking quickly toward you. He's following you, all right. Now what should you do? Well, my response to that would be... Remember, if somebody tries to touch you in a way that you don't want... That's, how does that go again? If, if somebody means, tries to touch you in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's, that's no good. Um, He's not trying to touch me. He's trying to, like... Aw. If you hear a little bark in the background, that's my dog asleep. And he's having a little dream. He's cuddling a little teddy bear right now. He's the cutest boy. Yeah, he's, at least he keeps your company in the void, you know? That's true. We do have dogs in the void. Yeah. Andy's house is a block and a half away. Should you make a run for it? What if the man runs after you and follows you there? You don't want to get Andy into danger, too. Maybe you should turn the corner and head for the school. Summer school is in session, so the building will be open. You can hide in there until the man gives up. But the school is nearly three blocks away... Andy's house is closer. Which shall it be? And the man is getting closer. And I, I don't think Andy even has a Sega. And, and he's, oh, he's taking his jacket off. He's naked. <laughs> Andy's naked in his house. Oh. I, I can't go in there. I'm going to run to Andy. All right, we're running to Andy, big guys. Big boys. Big boys, Andy, big boy. You walk as fast as you can towards Andy's house. You turn your head quickly to see if the man is still following you. Yes, he's walking as fast as you. You begin to power walk. And he keeps on doing that too. And then you begin to do street aerobics on the, on the, on the side of the road. He begins copying your every move. You begin to run. You run across the street. A truck squeals to a halt. Hey kid, watch where you're going. The driver screams angrily. But you keep running. Andy's house is just two houses away now. You turn back. Has the man crossed the street? Yes, he's walking towards you, walking quickly, steadily, silently towards you. You run up the drive to Andy's house. The front door is closed. You pound on the door as hard as you can. You pound desperately. <laughs> your heart racing in your chest. Uh, come on, somebody. Somebody open up. You cry. You pound with both fists. Double fist in the door. <laughs> the you man. and the door go way back, so it's okay. You guys are into that kind of stuff. The man is at Andy's driveway now. Please, somebody open up, you cry. There's no one home. You'll have to make a run for it. You turn to see how close the man is. He has walked on past Andy's house. He turns the corner and disappears from view. He wasn't following you after all. Having a million dollars can make you pretty jumpy, huh? Yeah. Better cool out for a while. Take a short rest before page twelve. But, yeah. Okay, let's take a, let's take a little rest. Okay, so like, 
Worst case scenario, he was after me for a million dollars. Yes. The million dollars is stolen. I get five million dollars. Oh, yeah. Well, well you have to spend it, right? There's no rule, He said you could donate it. Yeah, he said you could donate it. He didn't say you have to donate it against your will. Why don't you just look at that guy and say, here's a million dollars? Thanks. No, no, no. Take it. Seriously. Take I don't it. I don't know who you are. I don't know if you're a good person or not. Take this money. I've donated it to you. Or... I'm donating this money to you. And then immediately get $5 million? The premise is a little yeah. squishy. You know, it's a little, like... Uh... Not well thought out. It's a little R.L. Stein-esque. Yeah, it's, that's why R.L. Stein never won the lottery. You know? It's like half a premise. Yeah. I think, I think, it's a pre. I think that R.L. Stein, prim. like he is often known to do, wrote the title and then made a book on that. Hmm. Made a book based on the title. Didn't do his research about million dollar lotteries. <laughs> idiot. Silly dummy. Silly dumb idiot dumb face. Everybody knows Love the, you. the lottery you, is just a system of oppression used to keep the poor in their place. That's right. Uh, your Uncle Clyde comes towards the ho- uh, comes home at six, and you run to the front door to greet him. My million dollars came today, you shout excitedly. Good, he says, putting down his cap and newspaper on the coffee table. Anything else new? You knew he'd be as nonchalant as ever. It would take more than a million dollars to get Cly- Uncle Clyde excited. What is wrong with that guy? Is he like depressed is he just not was he just always sad yeah he's probably just like a a, a drunk i don't care i'm all hopped up on opio- opioids i don't even know what your name is who are you again <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry kid but uh i i hurt my back a year ago i'm an uncle and now i'm addicted to oxycontin <laughs> are you you're my kid no oh, oh you're my nephew you, you're my brother's an kid oh shoot I... why is everybody a new yorker in this? why am i an uncle how'd that happen What's, this guy's gonna have a different how accent. old are you are you out of diapers yet can he's, you use the toilet he's gonna be uh he's gonna be canadian okay okay sounds good eh take um, off eh some newspaper people were here for a few minutes ago to take my picture for the gazette you tell him following gazette. into the kitchen i don't uh read the gazette uncle clyde says opening the refrigerator and uh trouble is money do you know what i mean by that what? No, I don't. Trouble is money? Listen. Or, or money is trouble. Listen. Can you lend me 20 till Friday? Is he not Canadian he anymore? Huh? He's not Canadian anymore? Oh, no, he is. I guess I could just keep switching. You keep going into Brooklyn. I, I, I just I just want to do an impression of... Joe Pesci. Either... <laughs> just another fat round guy. Uh, I either am always doing an impression of Raph from the Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Um, or the cab driver from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> who says, going to LaGuardia, right? You're going to LaGuardia, right? There's only two New York impressions. Yep. <laughs> there's Raphael and, there's Fran, and the cab driver. And Fran Drescher. And Fran Drescher. But she's more of a... <laughs> Sorry about that audio. Sorry about that, people with headphones. Okay. Listen, uh, can uh, you lend me 20 till Friday? He asks. No, you reply. According to the rules, I can't give any of it to anyone I know. Could I give him like a separate 20? Well, then uh, it's not much good, is it? He doesn't seem to understand like the $5 million thing. Or maybe we just haven't told him about it. I because so. It doesn't look like we have. Uh, no, because we, we skipped time and talked to the Gazette. Oh, okay. Jumped uh, ahead in time. Yeah. I have to spend it all or give it away in one month, you tell him. If I can do that, I get $5 million more. Maybe I spoke too soon. 
<laughs> well, I know, but he just said give it away. He didn't right, say he right. Give it. He has to explain he can't give it away to family members. He takes out some lettuce and a tomato. I hope you don't get a swelled head from this, he says, getting, looking for the white bread. I imagine once you get $5 million, there'll be no talking to you. Well, I don't have it yet, you say. First, I have to decide how I'm going to get rid of this million. This is a big decision. Are you going to try to spend it all? Or are you going to alienate your uncle immediately? <laughs> are you going to try to give the million dollars away? Uh, my thing is, he's like immediately like, you, just, he's nonplussed. How and, do you alienate somebody who's so disinterested? Wait, and he's just like, uh, he's already alienated himself from you. He's, he's just like, <laughs> oh, I bet once you get that uh, five million, I won't have to talk to you anymore. That'll be great. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, alienate your uncle. Your uncle's already alienated himself. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. Um. Okay, turn to page 42 to spend it, or turn to page 50 to give it away. Let's go to 50. I'm going to give it away. A charitable heart. I do. Of gold. The next morning, you tuck a huge wad of $1,000 bills into your wallet and take the bus to the nearest shopping mall. <laughs> you pick a spot in front of Marlin's, the most popular department store in the mall. It's only 10.30 in the morning, but there are lots of shoppers coming in and out. That's 1984, so there's probably a mall arcade, which would be really cool. Yeah. You pull a $1,000 bill out of your wallet and hold it up. Pull it out of your wad. Can I give someone this $1,000 bill? No one stops. Get your $1,000 bills here. Shoppers walk right past you into the store. This is my grand idea. Go to the mall and see if somebody will take money from a stranger. A thousand dollar bill. You know, the, the the common currency you see out and about. Everybody has one. Just one whooshing down, you know, just flying down the street. Just the other Oops. day. Dropped a thousand dollar bill. Whoa. I went to Walmart and I said, can I get this, uh, can I get uh, 20s, please? And uh, 10s and quarters. A thousand. Uh, like, it's a thousand dollar bill. Can I get nickels, please? Yeah. Um, that was always the worst at Walmart when somebody came up with like a thousand dollar bill. Remember that? Yeah, nope. <laughs> okay. I refuse a cashier. Uh, can I get a pack of menthols, a Bic lighter, and 200,000 nickels? <laughs> My nickels are hard. I'm going to the nickel slots <laughs> to play the lottery again. Oh my God! Spin it on another. Spin it on another more gambling. Oh, you're not allowed to gamble. That's against the rules. Dang it! Okay. Sorry, my man. Okay. Twenty minutes later, you're still standing there holding the first thousand dollar bill in your hand. No one has stopped. Very few people even looked at you. I'd better try a different approach. You tell yourself. Should you try? Should you offer a larger amount of money, or should you pick specific people out of the crowd and go up to talk to them personally? So. Offer a larger amount to random people, or find strangers and talk to them. The being shady and yelling out, come get free money things isn't working, so let's go the more personal approach. Okay. 78. Uh, the, there's like a line break right after page, so it just it looks like it says, pick out specific people, turn to page. <laughs> then then page page i just gotta go to page page isn't here <laughs> i can't turn to her turn to page she knows everything you know i knew a page back in grade school i did too i guess we went to the same to the same school. school system she's a little younger than us though yeah no i remember a page who was our age in high school oh uh, that's possible yeah 
I don't even remember what page now. 78? No one will believe me if I just stand here waving money in the air. See, that's what I was thinking. You tell yourself, I'll pick out some likely-looking prospects and go up and talk to them. It's all very, very weirdly phrased. You, you stand a moment and watch the people pass by. You see a teenager looking at watches in the window of a drugstore. You see a young mother arguing with her five-year-old daughter about which direction to take. And you see a well-dressed middle-aged man walking aimlessly, obviously just window shopping. Surely one of these three people will gladly take some free money from you and start you on your way to getting rid of the million dollars. But which one? Do you choose the teenager? Do you choose the young single mother? Or do you choose the white guy? Single mother. <laughs> I really made that easy for you. Well, no, I'm just saying. No, no, no. Give it to the white guy in a suit. Cause she, That's what we do in America. She's got a child with her, so like, yeah, her child yeah. won't let her say no. Exactly. That's a good point. That's the idea. Mommy, I want the million dollars. He's got free money. Can I get all the dolls I want, you stupid bitch? <laughs> the woman is trying to Claire, pull her young daughter you? into the shoe store. And the little girl is pulling in the other direction. Excuse me, you say, walking up behind her. Yay! She cries. It seems you've startled her. Bad start, idiot. Dummy. The little girl starts to scream. How old is this girl? She is as loud and as piercing as an ambulance siren. Oh. Your eardrums start to bleed. You die from brain hemorrhaging at the end. <laughs> Sorry, I startled you, you say to the woman. I'd like to give you a thousand dollars before a word stop makes sense. <laughs> See, brain damage now. Um, okay. Uh, sorry, I startled you, you say to the woman. I'd like to give you a thousand dollars. You're going to give it away a thousand. You're going to give away a bill at a time. Yeah, I'm a kid. I'm dumb. What? For startling you, here's a thousand bucks. I can't hear you, the woman screams, pulling her daughter by the arm, trying to turn around to comfort her. <laughs> I just want to, that's how it's written, I'm just yeah. saying. I just want to give you some money, you say. What? You what? Money, you yell. Money! I know it's hard for your kids to get summer jobs, the woman says, struggling to pick up her screaming daughter, but I think you can find something better to do than begging. <clears throat> oh, she thought I was asking for money. Yeah, yeah. Whoops. Destroyer of worlds. Hey. <laughs> I'm the destroyer of worlds. <laughs> the woman walks away, <laughs> carrying the screaming baby. She's now a baby. The the, the child what? was on its feet. Apparently, it downgraded. Every time you talk to me, my my child gets younger. My child it's gets reverting. younger. I already went through the terrible twos. You keep talking to me. It's gonna go back <laughs> in my womb. No, I've done it. If, you, back if in. you keep speaking to me, this baby is going to crawl in me. Okay? Stop. I need you to stop it. <laughs> it's going to be a zygote. Stop it. Stop it. It's going to be a little blastocyst. 
That's when your little one bundle of cells. Oh. Yeah. That's cute. It's called a blastocyst. It was a real blast. Yeah. To be a blastocyst. I remember that from microbiology class. Oh, yeah. Well, we were learning about the yeah, blastocyst. Oh, oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? It's hot. It's my favorite tag on Pornhub. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> blastocyst. <laughs> Whoops. Zygote on zygote. Oh, those little Ooh, it's like it's like uh, like womb. It's, it's like way before. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm only sexually aroused by single celled organisms. Well, I mean, oh, check out that. Some place. people watch them for the money shots, which is pretty much the equivalent. I like watching electrons <laughs> just bang into each other. I mean, aren't sperm single cell organisms? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, that's a real thing. Okay, cool. Turn to page 49, which Shame. is the next one. Good news, Uncle Clyde says in his normal death-like monotone. Wait, so we're back home? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. The woman walks away, carrying the screaming baby. You turn and see Uncle Clyde approaching. Oh, okay. What does he want? Turn to page 49. Good news, Uncle Clyde says in his normal death-like monotone. I'm glad one of us has good news, you say. What is it? I can't get rid of this million Well, first of all, I got a I got a two for one coupon uh, for uh, for Timmy for uh, for uh, d- d- Timmy Hortons. We're gonna go grab some donuts on the way home, bud. All right. Yeah, we could spend a little bit of your million dollars on that. That sounds pretty good, eh? Oh, I I just told you I cannot spend it on people I know. Oh, I guess you're just uh, you're uh, no Tim you're a little to be piece a of business. You oh, it, it's a business expense, and uh, you know, I, maybe I'm just there to help you eat the donuts. I'm just a donut helper. Yeah, you know, I could be a uh, unpaid help, helping you eat your donuts from yeah. uh, Timmy Timmy Hortons. Here's a who, Timmy Horton. Here's a who. <laughs> we have to go home and pack. We're leaving tomorrow morning after Tim Horton's trip. Of course, he tells you leading you out of the mall. What? What are you talking about? My mom's tra- dead. I'm oh. being transferred immediately to Wago Wago. It's a tiny, it's a tiny island somewhere in the South Seas, right near those weird islands from Star Tropics. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pretty fun. <laughs> as soon as you said Star Tropics, the. But you can't, we can't, you cry, horrified. My million dollars. There's no way I could spend a million dollars on a tiny island. They don't even take American money, Uncle Clyde says flatly. But what can I do? A pipe fitter has to go wherever people need pipes fitted. What is this man's life? I'm being stationed in the South Seas to be a pipe fitter? Plumbers don't get jobs? What kind of pipes are they using? Is All it, I know is that plumbers is like, don't wear ties. Is, yeah, I know that. Is he like some sort of experimental pipe prototypist? Yes, he's the only person that can fit these pipes. Apparently. Tomorrow, you cry. My life's work as pipes, okay? Uh, it's an emergency pipe fitting. That's why they called me in. They know I'm the best. He suddenly sees how upset you are. Hey, don't feel bad. We're going to make it out all right on this trip. Since it's a rust job, I'm going to get time and a half. The end. Oh. You lose. I lose. You lose not because lose. of the choices you made. Lose, lose, lose. You went to a mall, waved a thousand dollar bill around for like two hours, and then your uncle said, 
and getting transferred to fit pipes in the South Seas. I, that's that'd be fine. May I have a million dollars, man? I'll just go buy a place to live. <laughs> Screw you, Dad. He's uncle. your uncle. He's your uncle. uncle. Unky, where's my dad? Well, I want to go see my dad. We failed. Oh, due to no fault of our own. Would you? Would you like to reverse time a little bit and try again, or? Sure, let's try one more. Yeah, or do you just I want to read a couple of the endings? I I want to try one more. I want to spend the money. Okay, you want to spend the money. Let's try to go spend. Giving it away didn't work. We're gonna try spending it. I'm gonna spend it! You exclaim. I'm gonna spend a million dollars. That shouldn't be too hard, should it? Easy come, easy go. Uncle Clyde mutters with a mouthful of sandwich. You ignore his wild enthusiasm. Sick burn, RL. Now what should I spend it on? Stupid I got a couple Clyde. of suggestions, he offers, becoming a bit more interested. You know, your cousin Margaret desperately needs a Noah freezer. Her ice cream is so soft she has to drink it. Poor thing. Okay. Is she like melting down haagen like <laughs> Christian Bale before a roll? And just <gasps> pouring it down her gullet? Poor thing. Also. You could be a lot more soft than him. That's called a milkshake. <laughs> You make a free milkshake. Just a milkshake. Yeah. Um, okay. And your Uncle Al could use a new car. His is almost five years old, Uncle Clyde says, chewing with his mouth, mouth open. Poor Uncle Al. That's real rough, you say. I knew that money would change you, your uncle says, shaking his head sadly. What? Guess I... you want to spend that whole million on yourself. Well, okay, go ahead. Buy yourself a million dollar pair of sneakers. Something practical like that. I've got an idea, you cry. Turn to page 43. How big is this town? About 30,000 people, I guess, you know. Uh, give or take, 30,000 or so. He repeats himself. Great, you cry. I'm going to throw a party for everyone in town. The biggest party ever given. A million dollar celebration. Oh, that's not the most expensive party that's ever been thrown. I mean, back not even then. by not even by nineteen eighty four standards. Really? Have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? That was in nineteen eighty four. It was in the eighties. Oh yeah. Well, you better vacuum the living room first if you're gonna invite thirty thousand people over. Uncle Clyde suggests, still concentrating on a sandwich. Got to concentrate on eating sandwiches. It's just a really it's good a, sandwich. It's a complicated sandwich. It's like a club sandwich, but yeah. you have to like peel back the layers. One by one, and eat them one at a time. Oh. It's a special type that of is club complicated. sandwich. It's hard. I'll get rid of the million dollars, and everyone will have the time of their lives. Too hard, your uncle says. Too complicated. Go buy jewels, buy cars, buy stuff like that. Spin the million the easy way, then throw your party to celebrate. Hmm. I'm a little worried about you, Uncle Clyde. You're beginning to make sense. <laughs> You should have to have a laugh. Then though. Joey shows up. How you doing? Cut it Sa- out. Same show, right? <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> Is this Uncle Joey now? Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Be Uncle Joey. All right, here we go. Here we go. Too hard, your uncle says. Too complicated. Go buy jewels. Cut it out. Go buy cars. Do it the easy way. Which idea is better? Go buy jewels, cars, and expensive items, or throw a million dollar party for the whole town? I want to buy bling. Well, you tell yourself, shopping is bound to be a lot more fun when you have a million dollars to spend. Mm -hmm. You crinkle a few thousand dollar bills between your fingers. It's hard to believe that these insignificant pieces of paper can make a rich person feel so powerful. 
so rich. You immediately use it to exploit workers. <laughs> what shall you spend the million dollars on? The first thing that comes to mind is chocolate bars, but you realize that there probably isn't a million dollars worth of chocolate bars in your own town. Besides, where would you keep them? You probably only eat a few thousand dollars worth the first day. Jesus. <laughs> is this the kid from Matilda who ate the chocolate cake? Maybe. I'm pretty sure that would kill you. You'd have to store the rest somewhere. This is lovely kid logic. No, you tell yourself. Chocolate bars are out. We could do comic books, but like really expensive comic books. You have to buy something expensive. You have to spend your million on cars or diamonds. Then you can spend the next five million on chocolate bars. So, which will it be? Cars? Turn to page 31. Cars 2? <laughs> Starring Robin Williams? Was he in that movie? No. Aww. Just... Don't, don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> uh, no jokes about Robin Williams in this chat. <laughs> <laughs> F uh, chat for Robin Williams. Uh, yeah. Um, only nice things about Robin Williams and never, never fool me into thinking that he's in a movie that he's not because I'll get excited that I get to see Robin Williams do a thing again Well, and then I'll be sad. He could be a car if he was, but Larry the Cable Guy is in it, so. Almost as good. Yeah. So, which will it be? <laughs> Cars turn to page 31. Diamonds turn to page 40. I'm going to go diamonds, man. Diamonds. Shine you have right, chosen like bling bing. I've chosen the bling 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 bling. You've chosen to shine bright like a diamond. You take your box of $1,000 bills and rush downtown to the fanciest jewelry store in town. You read the name of the shiny silver door. Diamonds and stuff. That's fancy. <laughs> That's fancy. That's, nothing, screams, nothing screams class like an in stuff. Like a pawn shop, basically. Yeah, this is a pawn shop. Yeah. I went to the jewel store. He's just in the hawk shop downtown. I want all the expensive diamonds. A tall, distinguished man in a dark blue suit walks up to greet you. I'm afraid we don't have a children's department, he says haughtily. I'm the million dollar lottery winner, you tell him, holding your money tightly. I'm the million dollar boy. I'm the one who millions. <laughs> what have you got that costs a million dollars? I think we have a few items you might like, he says, his attitude changing immediately. He disappears into the back of the store to find some diamonds to show you. I can't believe this, you tell yourself. Is this really me in this incredible store about to buy a million dollar diamond? Is it really this easy to spend a million? You'll soon find out. Turn to page 58. Soon, very soon. A few moments later. Oh, it was soon. The sales clerk returns carrying a tray of gleaming diamonds. A few pages later. He sets the tray down gently on the counter in front of you. If you'd care to take a look at these, he says softly. Softly, You look down at the dazzling array of diamonds. They all look the same to you, except for one. Can you only buy one diamond? No. Buy everything in the store. You have a million dollars. Yeah. Buy everything you can until you've spent a million dollars. But kid logic, you're only allowed to have one. I can only buy one diamond. It's very interesting because I can only buy one. This is, one this is an interesting side tangent. Yeah. So like for Halloween, we have full size candy bars we gave out. Right. That's the smart and way we to didn't, do it. We didn't have because I was like, you know, it's going to gain popularity. You know, right. House that gives out full size candy bars. Anyway, so uh, kids, we didn't get very many kids due right. to the Rona, 
And uh, <clears throat> for the ones that did come up, they, they're like, wow, full-size bar. And they just, they'd only just take one. They always just take one. But I'm like, you can take more than one. Like, really? <laughs> like, they're, really, they're always really apprehensive about taking more than one. Right, because a full-size bar, you think that house is only giving them out one at a time. Yeah. Right? So they know, like, to be maybe that's his logic. Like, they're only going to give out one expensive diamond at a time. That's true. That's true. That's maybe maybe the store can only do one at a time. That'd be stupid. You're right. Them. You're right. That's his logic. Yes. I got to say... Last Halloween, right? There was a whole thing because weed got legalized, and mm. people were like, "Beware! People oh, might yeah, be putting your gum, put, putting their gummies into your kids' Halloween candy." None of these things make sense. Razor blades in an apple never happened. It doesn't make sense because also kids, why would you eat an apple? And you could easily see the razors shoved in there because there would be a hole. I guess it would be easy enough to do, but the point is, it's silly. But it keeps getting sillier. The idea that somebody would give up an edible that cost them like $40 so that they can use it to sleep is not going to be giving that to your child. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, that's what I've heard mostly. It's like, why would people spend hundreds of dollars on these edibles and then give them away for free? To children. To children. I remember that. Um, that was the thing. Okay. Thanks, Facebook moms. And like the picture of the gun shoved between the fun size Twix or something. Yeah. Those, ha ha ha, it's fine. Next year it's going to be a rumor that, like, somebody's, like, someone is putting full-size rifles into your children's candy. Yeah. You just reach in and there's just, like, a like a out 6 with a scope on it. Oh, what's this to? And this is an epidemic of children shooting each other with someone's gonna hunting put, rifles. Someone's going to put a kid in between the <laughs> A full-size kid. Somebody's kid. giving away Oreos with children instead of cream. It's <laughs> <laughs> the newest Halloween craze. Um, okay. <clears throat> you look down at the dazzling array of diamonds. They all look the same to you, except for one. One of the diamonds casts a blue-white light that seems to signal to you. You can't take your eyes off it. I'll take... You say, your voice trembling. Oh no, not that one, the sales clerk cries. Please don't buy that one. Well, why'd you put it on the tray if you don't want to sell it? That diamond has a curse on it. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> a curse, you exclaim. Come on, don't be well, so okay. corny. Seriously though, if it's cursed, why the hell is it on the tray? Nobody knows. This is an ancient diamond that just happens to come with an ancient curse. The clerk insists, holding onto the countertop tightly. I'd really advise you not to buy this one. It's for sale. I'm the capitalist. I will sell a cursed diamond to a 12-year-old. I'm just telling you, fair warning. Fair enough. Do I have to sign an EULA? <laughs> yes, you have to sign an EULA and uh, you will be required to join our loyalty program. And the terms of service will update every once in a while. So yes. you have to... Be aware... Sometimes you have to log in. Your password has to have at least one special character. And, and the diamond will have to update from time to time. So yes. make sure you're not using the diamond. And always, you know, reconnect it to and download the new firmware every once in a yes. while. And make sure to keep it plugged in to uh, the diamond orifice. Uh, the diamond orifice. So that it stays charged with curse. With magic curse yes. energy. Um, you stare down at the beautiful jewel. You feel drawn to it. Pulled into it hypnotized by it you must decide will you buy it despite the curse how much is it will you take the precious, the precious 
for us. Or will you decide to take this, to not take a chance that this uh, curse really exists and instead buy something else? I'm going to go the boring route. You're going to buy something else? Buy something else. <laughs> They're like giving you like this Frodo narrative. Like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go the boring route. Curse Diamond? Nah. Nah. No, I'm good. Uh, okay, so don't buy it. Turn to page 87. I wonder if this is going to be one of those ones where, like, RL insults you for being a boring child. Bring it on, whatever, you're dead. Uh, is RL sign dead? No. Oh. Not even a little. It's okay, well. Like, he's still writing things, I think. <laughs> whatever. Well, I guess you're right, you Maybe tell the clerk. Now, <laughs> With my luck, there's probably a curse on the diamond. And some ancient smelly mummy will stagger after me and try to grope me <laughs> for the rest of my life. Trying to get the diamond back. Just like my other uncle. Let's skip it. <laughs> May I show you some emeralds or rubies? Show me all of them. I'll the clerk asks. Them. Most of them don't have curses on them. I think maybe this whole thing is a mistake, you tell him. I'm going out to spend this million on things that are more fun than jewels. I'm going to go on the biggest shopping spree this town has ever seen. I'm going to be buy at least one of everything in the entire town. This kid has ADHD. He's just switching back and forth. He's a kid. I mean. Yeah. So, number 35. This is just a list. Okay. Fur-lined gold lame sneakers. 24-speed racing bike. Olympic-sized swimming pool with redwood deck and sauna. Where's he going to put that? Two thoroughbred racehorses with trainers. Where's he going to put that? We live in a neighborhood. Chauffeur-driven cherry red Cadillac limousine. 62 sweaters. Just regular sweaters, though. 60, why 62? I don't know. 62 shirts to match. Oh, of course. Match? You wear a sweater. Shirt and a sweater. It covers yeah. up the shirt. You gotta, like, match. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna be wearing, like, a... He's gonna be like Mr. Rogers. He's gonna be wearing Rogers. cardigans. Yeah. I see. So, the height of, uh, of luxury here. 62 sweaters. 62... Mr. Rogers sweaters, okay. sixty-two shirts to match, and sixty-two pairs of jeans, and a triplex movie theater, uh, and a three-screen movie theater. You purchased a movie theater. Cool. What brought you? Do I get profit off of it, or is it just private? It's... I don't know. It might just be for you, but it doesn't say yet. Oh, that's what you bought on just the first day of your shopping spree. Of course, you were just getting warmed up. The second day, you did much better. Turn to page three. Pullover Cummings. You tell your chauffeur his name is Cummings, spelled like the fluid. Oh my! All right, Pullo. I know it's a real name, but Pullover Cummings. You tell your chauffeur he pulls the big red Cadillac limo to the curb. You're on your way home from a Why long day red? of shopping. And you've just spotted five or six of your friends all on the playground. Hey, Andy. Jack, you call. They look up. Daniels. But they don't seem to recognize you. They probably can't imagine who would be calling to them from a big limo. You sell yourself. Why a red limo? That's that's horrific. Yeah. You jump out of the car. Hey, guys, it's me. They give you a little wave and go back to their conversation. Wait here for me, Cummings, you tell your driver. You go running up to your friends on the baseball diamond. Hi, Andy. Hi, Jack. Hi, everyone. 
I haven't seen you guys in a while. I've been busy shopping. Yeah, we heard. Something's wrong. These are your best friends. They're not acting too friendly. What's going on? The book's continuing. That's what's happening. How you guys doing? You ask. Fine, fine. They mutter quietly. Hey, you know, I bought six arcade games for my room. Want to come over and play them? I've got them fixed so you don't even have to put any money in. There's a long silence. Yeah, maybe sometime, Andy says. Listen, anytime you guys want to come to my movie theater, you can get in for free. I offer. So it is public, maybe. You offer. Thanks, Jack says glumly. He seems really nervous. It's nice like a, of a millionaire like you to stop by and say hi, Andy why, says. Why would kids be intimidated by him? I don't understand. I don't know. The, the, like, the the truest example of what would happen is in the movie Richie Rich starring Macaulay uh, yeah. Culkin. Friggin' Zach. Every kid wants to be in the house. He has yeah. his own McDonald's. Yeah, you don't get to buy stuff for him, but, like, you could still go and hang out at his place and use all the stuff. Yeah. There's no rules against that. That would be awesome. If I got rich, you know what would happen? You'd be in my house every day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Duh. You'd be just, my butler. Just move my wife and kid in. Uh, obviously. <laughs> it's nice of a millionaire like you to stop by and say hi, Andy says. So that's what's bothering them. They all look at your limo and its driver and shake their heads. Listen, guys, all that money hasn't changed me any, you say. Really? I'm the same person I was a few weeks ago. He's not kidding. Are your friends all right? Has the money changed you? Have you really been too selfish by spending all the money on yourself? Should, That's the rules! <laughs> should you buy something they can all enjoy? Or do you have the right to enjoy the money any way you wish? Do they have short-term memory problems? I guess. He literally said, dude, okay, yeah, I can't spend this one million on you, but if I spend it all, I'll have five million to spend on everybody. I can't spend it on anybody. I, I, I can't spend it on anybody I know. But I can't spend five million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you all stupid? Yeah, this is not hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a great money-making scheme. You're all my best friends. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give you a share. <laughs> There's three of us. Let's split five million dollars. Yeah. We put it in a bank account. We'll live on the interest forever. More financial tips from interactive fiction. That's right. Um, okay. Yeah. You got to decide what to do next. Are you going to keep spending? Have you, are you going to keep spending the money as quickly as you can, or are you going to spend money on ev something everyone can enjoy? I'm gonna keep spending my money any way any way I can, because that would violate the terms if I bought it for everyone else. No, no, no. You you can spend your money on something everybody can enjoy, but you're not spending it on and then. Directly. Are we sure? Are you I sure that's not a loophole? I'm going to go ahead and just keep spending the money. Okay. You feel bad about your friends, but you quickly decide that they're just jealous. Besides, when they see the arcade games, the swimming pool, and all the other yeah, neat stuff you mention, bought, yeah, kids, they'll change their minds and enjoy they have it with you. They don't care. They're like, oh, I'm not yeah. jealous anymore. I'll come use your shit. You spend the next day shopping, and the day after that. The day after that, the little man in a black coat is waiting at your front door when you return, your arms full of packages. Don't worry, you tell him. Cheerily, I've almost spent it all. That's too... <clears throat> That's too bad, he says. You put your packages down on the walk. What do you mean, you ask fear creeping up your back. We've made an unfortunate error, the little man says. Remember I told you how bad Mr. Vandermitt's handwriting is? Well, um, you see, your name doesn't have two sets of double W's, does it? No, of course not, you reply warily. That means we...
book drop. Nobody knows what happens. That's the end. Okay. We dropped the book and we, we got we got taken out of the simulation. Well, that means, I mean, I gave the money to the wrong person. Well, that's your bad. We all make mistakes, don't we? I hope it won't be too inconvenient to give everything back. You slowly, painfully nod your head. You agree to return everything. Hey, Andy, wait up. You see, uh, you yell, seeing your friend. Have I got a story for you? The end. That's stupid. You lose all the money. That's stupid. Due to a spelling error. You know, I figured there'd be actual challenge. But most of this is just like serendipitous acetry. Things just happen to you. Yeah. You're just like, I guess I'll do this. There's no rhyme or reason. It's just like, There's okay. no consequence. <laughs> There's no actual consequence. There is no actual consequence. You can't die in this book, which is kind of nice, but. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Well, that was. Honestly, it's <sighs> it's hard because. Like, I'm it, not seeing any I guess the premise that... is, it's not that easy to spend a money, but it is. But you're making it inconvenient and weird. Yeah. That's like, guess what, guys? We get to go to this awesome theme park. And, like, sweet. And after this awesome theme park, if you ride all the rides, you get to go to uh awesome theme park for an entire year. Like, all right, cool. So you go there, and, like, all the rides are broken. And if you go in the wrong one at the wrong time, it blows up. And then there's, like, a guy at the ticket counter if you go through the wrong ticket counter like you get rabies uh and you know your mom gets aids and you and then like you get to the or you could go to the wrong bathroom and the toilet eats you physically just grows <laughs> teeth like you know what i mean yeah it does seem a little random and it doesn't seem like there's any like persistence of reality in the choices it's all just random yeah things. it just seems like it's, which is rl stein style the premise is so eh. right um, it's loose. I'm going to read you a little bit of an ending because I found one where you die. And to me, those are the most fun. Okay. You want to hear it? Yeah, sure. Um, so I have no idea what this is resulting from, but there's just a huge zap. They electrocuted. It would have been smarter to show them your money, whoever that is. Beside dictionaries inside their pouches, the creatures also carry blaster ray guns, as you've just discovered. Dictionaries. Well, they don't know the English language, so they need a dictionary. Oh, I see, I see. To somehow learn how to speak it. What? You've also just discovered that these creatures how? get a bit impatient if someone should say no to them. In your case, they became impatient enough to blast you to smithereens. Since you're now a fine gray powder settling over the sidewalk, you probably realize that this adventure has come to the end. The end. How do we get to the aliens? <laughs> well. Again, that's like I said. We didn't even get to the aliens, man. I was hoping to get to the aliens. I don't know. It's like... <sighs> I'm kind of sad. The book has like this really... There's a minimal consequence sounding thing. Yeah. And then like, okay, all the possible outcomes you think there are the logical ones. Right. And then there's just the off-the-cuff ones. Yeah, just know? random crazy things happening. Yeah. Which, like, they're fun. I guess It's that's... great for the show. Yeah. Kind of. Right, let's go ahead and chuck the book back in the fire. <laughs> All right, now that that's been put back on the ethereal bookshelf, we now, uh, the portal's opened up for me. I guess uh, if I'm ready to leave, I could leave whenever. Since oh. we completed the task. Well, was, uh, was... well, no, this is like where we like go back and we like oh, reflect. No, I, this I'm, is our reflection. I'm not going to leave right at the moment, man. I need to sit and we need to take a breath here before I leave. Just take a breather. I'm not ready to get up yet. That was Make a, a little coffee. That was a bit taxing. Maybe some... Stare into the empty void of space. Yeah, because, you know, 
or so, time. It's interesting to see something that empty, you know, just like me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I stared at the void and it stared right back. And it was like, whoa, you all right? I thought I was empty. <laughs> there ain't nothing in there. <laughs> uh, all right, so tell me, what do you think the moral of this story is? What do you, What is the moral of Instant Millionaire? If you could condense it down into one sentence. You win... Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> that's just i'd say the moral of instant millionaire is never trust anyone and never spend anything yeah don't count your chickens before danny devito comes back to your house to tell you that oops sorry they weren't chickens they were actually goats whoops and where did i get all these eggs you ask yourself goat eggs nobody knows yeah Uh, Ugh. Just if it was know, rough, it was just, a little rough. Just donate it to charity. Just take the Salvation Army. Slide it into the honestly. Board. Yes, that would be the easiest five solution. million dollars. If if it's weird, that's probably why I was like this. This book was a little rough because the solution for this guy's for the beginning of the premise is yeah. so simple, and then they and make the solution it not was simple. not barred by the rules. Yeah, it was just like I am a dumb weird kid. inconveniences. Weird just, inconveniences brought on by being just the stupidest kid. Yeah. Which, again, I've listened to Goosebuds a couple times. Go listen to Goosebuds. It's great. Kevin Cole, Paul Ritchie, Chad Quant. Anyway, listen to Goosebuds. They talk about this all the time. Um, how R.L. Stein's books, like, all the kids are shitty. Like, every kid is shitty. In Does R.L. Stein just not like kids, secretly? I don't know. Maybe he has hatred towards his inner child. Every night, uh, R.L. goes to bed just like, like... Yeah, all the children deserve to die. <laughs> Damn children must die. Well, fire's dying down. Honestly, yeah, this uh, is perfect timing. Maybe we should do we should do fire. We did a real fire for this. Yeah. If uh, if you can hear it in the background. Yeah, the void. We set up the real fire in here. Um, and the the fires is smoking. The portal's open. The door opened back up, so I can leave. We're a little cozy right now. I want to kind of snuggle up on this couch because honestly, it's not that bad, and the fire's cozy enough. Honestly, you can stay here as long as you want, buddy. Just take a hot cocoa. I might, I might have a quick hot quick cocoa nap. break. Just I... have a little quick nap on the couch and some hot cocoa. Watch hot cocoa. Watch some ABGN with hot cocoa, and for an hour or so before I hit the trail, just to kind of take it all in. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Maybe we'll play a little basketball and try not to fall off and die. Yeah, that's that's a nice. I like that little extra yeah. bit of challenge. Just don't go into the room nobody talks about. Yeah. Don't look at it. You're talking about it. Don't think about it. Stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. I'm not looking about it. You're thinking about it. I can tell you're thinking about it. I can tell you. I see it in your eyes. Stop it. Stop it. Thanks for watching Interactive. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Interaction Fiction, everybody. Interaction Fiction. Interactive Fiction, everybody. Thank you very much, yes, for listening to Interactive Fiction. Um, Kyle, if somebody wants to interact with you on the internet, where would they find you? Sweet Victory One Seventeen YouTube. Yes, and I'm also on Instagram, and I'm on Twitter. Once in a blue moon, right? And Facebook. <clears throat> also, you can get a hold of either of us at Retro Reset. Yes, we do a also, podcast on video games called Retro Reset. We play a game the old school way. No internet, no walkthroughs, no nothing. Yeah. The only way we get our hints are through our Discord and through uh, 
as, as sort of a it creates that neighborhood slash playground vibe yes and they could feed us all kinds of fun lies too we've had that happen before yeah so uh, that's that's pretty fun which is it's it's not the same as a school playground but it's close thing you get without me going to jail yeah uh, <laughs> it, it creates it's an we have an interesting environment on there so if you're into that sort of thing, listen to our podcast, join the Discord, and you can follow up the social medias on there, too. Yeah, it's a really good time. And obviously, follow for more interactive fiction. Oh, yeah. Um, right now, we should have a social media um, interactive story going. Uh, so please check us out at Interactive Fic on Twitter and Instagram uh, in order to uh, check out our stuff. And interact with that first story. We're going to be building a story with yeah. the audience, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. So if you like this show and you'd like to support us doing more, uh, the easiest way to do that and the cheapest way is to go on iTunes and leave a review. And if you leave a five-star review, we will read it on the show next time. Yeah. It's the same with Retro Reset. You go, same with go, Retro Reset. Go, read, go give us a five-star in there, too, while you're at it. Yeah. Do it. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been a great first episode, and I'm really excited to be back. We'll see you next time from the void. In a time signing out, bitches. I love you. Thank you for listening to Interactive Fiction. Interactive Fiction is part of Retro Reset by Alan Jenkins and Kyle McCluskey. Join our Discord at the invite link in our show notes. Background music by Kevin Cloud at Incompetech. Find details and a link to his website in the show notes. The Rona gets a rounder. Thanks to Craft uh, uh, Rona and Cheese. Mm, the Blue Box. The Blue blues. Box is the only kind I buy. It's the Blue Box Blues. I got the Blue Box Blues. I can't believe I still remember that. Oh my god. <laughs> remember the dinosaur? Yes. I always wanted to eat that dinosaur because he looked delicious. He does look delicious. Remember, he gets all like splashed with cheese, and I think maybe like a lot of people got a bukkake fetish from you, that. You think he just slides his throat, just comes just gushing <laughs> he out cheese? He just like gushes cheese. And you see the commercial children just so bathing smi- in his cheese. Uh, smiling the whole time. And it's the saltiest <laughs> thing. Like all of, those, all of those children have severe high and then they bro- eat blood flesh. pressure now. Yeah. And then they're all, they all die of diabetes. From cheese? Yes. Don't ask questions. Seems like more like they just get real stopped up. They're all lactose intolerant. So they just like they, they lose all their liquids for for days. <laughs> Sorry, mommy, I ate a cheese dinosaur, and now my butt won't stop making. Not another one. <laughs> oh dear. I lost five children to that cheesy dinosaur, and it just keeps coming back. You eat them, and then another one pops up. <laughs> Out of a giant bowl of mac and cheese. I keep saying, kids, just eat the bowl of mac and cheese. Nope, they want the entire dinosaur. And then they all die, and I have to make more of them. Once you go mac, you never go back. So I go over to the adoption agency and say, give me your five most cheese-hungry children, please. They're all lactose. All of them. Give me five lactose intolerant youths who would like to taste my cheese. My cheese dinosaur. So she does it on purpose. She's like, I'm going to send them into the pen. She's like the witch in Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, she just sends them into the pen with the the cheese dinosaur. But like real real life, uh, the adoption (laughs) agency is the real enemy. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because they know. They know. Well, really, it's just because Cheese Lady, she has the cheese fortune from, yeah. from the Blue Box commercials. Yeah. It's a very deep lore. Okay, so... To the, to the Cheese Box commercial. The lady, 
so the lady's like, oh no, I lost another one to the dinosaur that yeah. I bred. Uh, she summons it. She summons it. She with, summons a new one with, with those... Cheese uh, pentagram? Ex- no, it's a it's a pentagram-shaped noodle. Out of macaroni? Yes. <laughs> right? You know how they have the Spongebob ones and right. they get the Sonic ones, right? From the Chef Boyardee. That's where... It this is the from. let's summon a demon blue box. Is that a can... Is that canon? The, the... Um... Is that cheese cannon? Is that cheese cannon? That's definitely cheese cannon. Okay. That's cannon in the world of cheese. I don't know if you've ever been in the cheese business, buddy, but uh, if it, we summon a lot of demons to get it to you. taste like that. And remember, kids, uh, be responsible. Eat Velveeta. Just, um, just stay away from just that. Just melt Velveeta and pour it down your gullet. Just, just forget about that blue box. It will possess you until you <laughs> eat a cheese-filled dinosaur that turns out to be your family pet. Exactly. <laughs> you think it's cheese, but it's actually blood. Yes. You wake up from a weird stupor the next day. You're all dizzy. You're covered in blood, and your parents are like, "There's something wrong with our kid," so they send you off to the loony bin. You know, this is gone. Day. This has gone, gone through gone so many gone. permutations. <laughs> it's like it just keeps. It just keeps. Welcome. Like, this is like an M Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Where it's just like twist after twist after twist, and eventually you're like, I don't. I don't understand where we are anymore. It feels like you just did that so that you could have a twist. And if I don't understand, I don't understand. Welcome to the inner machination. I mean, welcome to the inner mac and cheese of my mind. <laughs> the inner mac and cheese nations. <laughs> yes, of my mind. It <laughs> is just a pre. The inner mac and cheese nations of my mind are an enigma. Um. Okay, I think that's enough about cheese. So how are you? How I'm doing you pretty good. 